This is our podcast song. It isn't very long. <laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Laughing with Gingers. Get ready to laugh. Laughing with Gingers is the podcast for two feisty redheads with loud laughter, crazy stories, play games, and we just like to spread silliness and joy everywhere. And that little sweetie peach over there is my co-host on Laughing with Gingers, Christina Curry. Did you call me a peach because of the color of my shirt? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't even think of <laughs> Well, that's Sarah Allison, and she is also known as a prankster monk, and it was really great on her feet. It was calling me something different every week. She's also my co-host on Laughing with Gingers. <laughs> and we have our new producer, the one and only Liz, who shall remain named, um, who will be Googling things for us and keeping us on track. <laughs> I know. <Bye>. Yay. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay. So today's episode is called Ginger Trash. And <laughs> Neither of us can remember how we came up with that title, like many of our titles, Um, but we are going to be talking about ridiculous feuds today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited. Feuds are opposite of like laughing, but still they're really funny. (laughs) And we are going to share, um, this was a topic that I came up with because I started hysterically laughing at this broccoli casserole song. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And we're actually going to share the two songs that inspired this. um, And Christina actually doesn't remember them, which makes it even more fun. Um, So it's from Lubalin, who is a TikToker. Um, I think he does some sort of music outside of this, but these are like my favorite things that he does. And they make me laugh super hard. So we're going to play this for you. So get ready. Woohoo! Here we go. Good evening. This is the breakdown was happening there. Okay. So, um, I will. I'm playing my Because I think for all our viewers that can't see it, it might seem a little confusing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, it's by Lubalin. He will link to him in our stuff. Um, he is a TikToker. And so, basically, it's like somebody was selling something on Facebook Marketplace. And then, um, And then it was like, 
do you like, is this still available? And then the guy that's trying to purchase is like, no more contacting me. I'm going to contact the attorney general. We're sleeping. Leave me alone. And all this stuff, like (laughs) threatening the person. And the person's just like, what? (laughs) I was just inquiring. (laughs) Like like you, you were the one that reached out to me about this. I know I'm not interested anymore. I like that he does sort of a dramatic boy band, like, because it is a little, like, hashtag being dramatic. (laughs) And he definitely plays on that with his, you know, drama. You guys have to see this guy's, like, look. It's just, it's good. Yeah, it comes together so well. (laughs) I know, and it's a really good idea. I wonder how he finds these things. I have no idea. I mean, he must be like just happen upon them on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> well, I guess I need to peruse my Facebook Marketplace more. <laughs> um, we will share. <laughs> Liz found the um, the posting transcripts. So we'll, yeah, so we'll share that on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on our Instagram, we're actually giving Liz the password so that she can uh, post funny stuff on our Instagram because we keep forgetting to do it. <laughs> Every week I'm like, I'm going to post something and I don't. <laughs> and then Liz sends us funny messages and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Isn't that classic? Like everyone always plans to do things and then you just don't do them. (laughs) All the time. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Um, Well, so of course I went in a different direction with feuds and found I have two stories and they're like feuds set in American history. And reading these, I'm like, Dang it, people are just not nice sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So the first one is a pretty famous one. Like it's kind of if you search for it, they're like the two families' last names together. It's kind of all over the place. Like it's a super well-known feud. And I guess. Yeah. Oh, my God. Please. Yes. Is it the Hatfields and the McCoys? Yeah. (laughs) Dang it, I should have played a game or something. <laughs> but it was only a one question game. <laughs> how did you? Well, you're like a teacher and you remember everything. I feel like that's how you know. <laughs> I, I definitely have that elephant memory. As long as it's, you know, it has to pass out of my short term memory because my short term memory sucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but then once it goes into long term, we're good. So, like, Three months after it happens, I'll remember it forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, this happened way back in like the 1800s. <laughs> it was a big deal. Yeah. It was, and it's super dramatic. Okay. I'm just going to dive in like hashtag drama. Okay. So, yes, Hatfield McCoy conflict is now basically an icon of American folklore. <laughs> The Hatfields of West Virginia were led by William Anderson, Devil, and Hatfield, whatever. 
they were led by a Hatfield. And the McCoys of Kentucky were under the leadership of Randolph McCoy. So we've got West Virginia, Hatfields, Kentucky, McCoy. This already can't go good. <laughs> All right. So the feud began after the killing of Asa Harmon McCoy, an ex-Union soldier who was gunned down on January 7th, 1865, while he was hiding out in a cave. So McCoy died at the hands of a group of Hatfield allies who had tracked him to his hiding place. No idea why they were tracking him. The article did not say. And I looked up too. So then 13 years later, the conflict was renewed when two McCoy family members killed a witness who was actually related to both families, which is weird. And who was testifying against them in court in a court case involving ownership of a stray pig. <laughs> what? <laughs> so weird. The simmering <laughs> feud escalated soon after when Rosie. Okay, here's the juicy bit. Rosanna McCoy began a courtship with Johnson Hatfield, which is like the father's son. Rosanna left her family to live with the Hatfields in West Virginia. And in 1881, when Johnson abandoned the pregnant Rosanna, he went off to marry her cousin instead. The bitterness <laughs> between the two families grew, obviously. <laughs> what a jerk. You're leaving your pregnant wife to, go, wife to go marry her cousin. Ew. Also, shame on you, cousin. Ugh. Um, okay. Anyway, I lost my spot. <laughs> I got I got worked up. Oh, in 1882, Ellison Hatfield was killed in an election day dispute by three of Rosanna's brothers, who themselves were then killed by a Hatfield-led mob while in the custody of the law. Between 1880 and 1881, the feud claimed more than a dozen members of the two families, becoming a headline news around the country. The feud reached its peak during the so-called 1888 New Year's Night Massacre. Several of the Hatfield gang surrounded the McCoy cabin and opened fire on the sleeping family. The cabin was set on fire in an effort to drive Randolph McCoy into the open. He escaped. Oh, here's the terrible part. He escaped by making a break. But left his two children there to be murdered, and his wife then was beaten and left for dead. Randolph, you're a jerk. In 1888, Wall Hatfield and eight others were arrested in order to stand trial for the New Year's Night Massacre. Seven received life imprisonment, while the eighth, Ellison Mounts, was executed by hanging. Fighting between the families eased following the hanging of mounts. Trials, however, continued for several years with the trial of Johnson to be the last in 1901. I don't know what happened with his, but he deserves to be in jail, too, for leaving his pregnant wife for her cousin. What a roller coaster, right? Like, they're a terrible, two terrible families. Yeah. <laughs> They were super vengeful. They, like, made scenes every time they saw each other. It was so, like, like those are the murderous things they did. But imagine when they went to, like, the local market or, you know. Oh. They're after one another. They're like, meh, 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 meh. Yeah, like, oh, don't sell bread to that guy. He stole my pig. 
<laughs> I wonder whose stray pig it really was. <laughs> if it was a stray, doesn't that mean it was stray? Yeah. It wasn't anyone's. <laughs> I know I'm using rocket science mentality here. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they, I mean, I don't want to insult Kentucky or West Virginia, but I'm pretty sure they were just like, I don't know. I don't want to lay claim. This is Let's, all I know about it. I think it's probably that time period more so than the location. Yeah, I know. Like, it was brutal back then, right? Like, I don't think that I would like to live back in the 1800s. No. <laughs> for so many reasons. I'm not buttoned up enough for that. Uh, I don't feel like this is buttoned up at all. They are ruthless. <laughs> I, uh, yes. And <laughs> I feel like the clothing was very constrictive. My family. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, when did like, okay, so I know corsets went out of style because of like the war or something and they needed the metal. So I feel like at this point things were a little looser, but also like you didn't have, you know, normal healthcare, dental work. When did antibiotics come into play? (laughs) Like, syphilis was probably running rampant. Oh, God. I'm sure Johnson gave syphilis to his pregnant wife and cousin. (laughs) And syphilis can actually make you go insane. Yeah, right? Who was it? Like, Van Gogh? No. It's because he was sucking on the lead paints or something. We're giving a lot to... Liz right now of questions. <laughs> oh, and her and her connection is spotty. And so <laughs> rapid search fire. <laughs> She's taking notes though. She's taking notes. <laughs> I love that you found the Hatfields and the McCoys because I in the last episode referenced the Donner party. <laughs> oh yeah. That's his own kind of different feud, right? You know? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, but it's like a similar ish time period. Like, you know, when you, in terms of like history, it feels long enough ago that it doesn't feel like the same life that we live by any means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I would definitely want to like have people eat me versus me eat them. <laughs> I would like to never make that choice. (laughs) I'm a giver. You're also a vegan, so. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So, like, eating someone makes me want to throw up. I'm sure it makes normal people that eat meat want to throw up, too. But, like, I just don't think I could live with myself if I ever got out of the situation having eaten a person unless they already died of natural causes. I just don't think I could live with myself. Well, if I was part of a mob that killed someone to eat them. Yeah. So like a lot of the Donner Party people like died of natural causes and froze. Okay. Then I could then I could eat them. I mean, I just would like to never make that decision. <laughs> I would like to never be in a situation where I have to decide to eat or be eaten. <laughs> Well, thank God we're not living in the 1800s. I feel like that might have been a thing back then. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, God. That's not this podcast. Go over to, like, My Favorite Meritor or something for that. Yeah. <laughs> Last podcast on the left. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. We digressed. We totally did. And uh, I think it's about time for a break. Break time. Break time. Do, do, Don't eat do, anyone do, do. on your break. <laughs> oh, no snacking on on a on an arm or <laughs> stick to the gummy worms that give you diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> I would eat those like over a human any day, even though I know like the consequences. We should ask that woman what her choice would be. <laughs> Who wrote that review? I don't remember what. Oh, that episode is subscribe, rate, and review. Us or <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> it was me being crafty. All right. And with that, we will take a break <laughs> on Laughing with Gingers. We will be right back. And we are back. Thanks for joining us on Laughing with Gingers. Uh, we have a little special surprise for you. Well, part two special surprise. And Christina, are you (laughs) ready for this? I'm ready. It's so good. (laughs) So we're remembering. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to, um, what we're going to do is I'm screen sharing this on our Zoom podcast recording because that's how we roll over here at Laughing with Gingers. Um, so if you want to watch it with us, you can head over to our Patreon. So patreon.com slash laughing with gingers. And you can um, sign up to actually watch it at the same time as us. You get all the videos from our podcast. Um, but what we're going to do is I am going to pause it periodically and let Christina do a, an update on what's happening on this um, this broccoli casserole feud <laughs> <laughs> that Evelyn, uh, the TikToker, dramatized. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like a sportscaster announcer. Oh yeah, totally. All right. I'm going to make this happen. Are you ready? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Do, 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 do. It's happening. It won't let me do it. All right, here we go. All right. Okay. Yeah, first of all, this dude is wearing... Um, <laughs> curlers in his hair (laughs) and it starts off with him singing caroline keep your name out of my out of your thin mouth (laughs) it already starts off aggressive (laughs) and i get i don't know what the other person's name is but clearly we're talking to caroline in this moment and the other person comes in and says what did she do (laughs) (laughs) Okay. <laughs> she stole my broccoli casserole recipe eight years ago and claimed it was hers. This beef has been going on far too long. <laughs> Oh, you're not 
She is a Christian lady. And then <laughs> the chick who's really mad was like, she is a recipe stealing bitch. <laughs> and the, the, the hate uh, runs deep. <laughs> the video is so good, too. <laughs> I think this one is my favorite. Oh, <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't. I didn't even catch that last bit, but something about like, careful who you're friends with or something. <laughs> Don't be friends with recipe stealing bitches, Doris. <laughs> <laughs> One of the great things he does too when he's doing these, like, for, he takes on the different personalities of each person, which makes me crack up in general. But then he also, um, he, if they miss a, a letter or misspell something, he says it the way that it would be spelled. So she misspelled Christian and it was like Christy N. So oh, yeah. he, he says it like he says, she a Christian lady or whatever. Like he's so. Oh, yeah. So he good. does do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go and watch him because I am on TikTok, but I don't do much with it. <laughs> I only follow a rescue beaver that is being rehabilitated, this guy, and a group of funny sea otters and seals. <laughs> <laughs> you have carefully curated the perfect Sarah TikTok following. <laughs> Oh, that all makes so much sense for you. <laughs> I just can't oh. help it. <laughs> oh my god! You know what? This is super random, but um, you know that lawyer cat video, which, by the way, my dad sent me, and that's how I found out oh, about god. it. <laughs> yeah, I sent. And then you sent it to me, Sarah. Yeah. So she's referring yeah, to. <laughs> She's referring to the video that I think everyone has seen now that um, was a lawyer in, I, it might have been Kentucky or Arkansas, um, who he was like, he came on to talk with a judge. It was like a deposition or something and he accidentally activated a sad cat filter. Uh, there's already a GIF on keyboards with it. Like, I am alive. I am not a cat. <laughs> oh, God. And you can – Angie, Angie, the, my person that I'm seeing, is does an amazing impression of how nervous this lawyer is as he's eyes shifting back and forth in this, like, sad cat face. And I – she had me cracking up last night because she kept doing that nervous, like, shift eye-shifting voice. And I I was dying. I almost peed my pants. <laughs> I almost had a ginger uh, – laugh – wait, a gingery. 
it's so hard because he like looks down all the time. And I don't think that's what his <laughs> eyes are actually doing. <laughs> I don't even but I want that cat filter real bad in my life. Why I couldn't find it on Zoom. <laughs> I have no idea how that came to be. I I've never seen that before. So. I know. I've never seen it before either. Um Oh, perfect. I can follow that guy on Instagram. Lou Bali. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Liz. And we'll tag him on Instagram, too, because we want him to get the credit. Yeah, he's hilarious. He's hilarious. Yeah, totally. Um, All right, should we go into another, like, family feud? Yeah. Oh, that would have been a good game to play, Sarah. I'm just realizing the irony of the fact that you and Liz threatened to feud with me before we got on this call and you two are family. (laughs) (laughs) I was setting up the day's episode. (laughs) I was like. (laughs) (laughs) You were late, but also in your head you weren't because you thought we started half an hour later than what we were thinking. So I feel like, you know. To each their own, whatever. Thanks for letting me off the hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem. I feel like this one's going to be a little less climatic, but not really because this one, this particular family, actually, it wasn't just the families that were affected. It was the entire state of Arizona that got affected because of their feud. So I'll I don't explain. Think I know this one. I don't think I can guess it. Oh, really? Really? I cannot think of any feuds that I know of in Arizona. Okay. Well, it's the Grams and Tewksburys? Tewksburys? Tewksburys. I'm just going to say Tewksburys. And it's called the Pleasant Valley War, which is a very (laughs) – not a Pleasant Valley. (laughs) doesn't sound like it (laughs) no it's not so okay before the feud started in the 1880s the grams and tewksbury's i'm totally probably saying this wrong what it's fine i'm just gonna roll with it um they get a master's degree in how to say people's names no maybe (laughs) maybe y'all can help me it's spelled t-e-w-k-s-b-u-r-y-s that sounds right tewksbury's Well, anyway, okay, so they were both livestock ranchers in Pleasant Valley, Arizona, and they were actually friends and business partners. Um, So the business that they were in were literally stealing cattle from other ranchers and claiming it as their own. So they're already, like, not starting off to be amazing people. (laughs) Their falling out happened around 1882. They're assuming it was probably over stolen cattle – that were grazing on, actually, it was Tewksbury sheep started grazing on Graham's land. So they were overgrazing, and Graham family was pissed off about it. So the feud started in or resulted in some fist fighting and, you know, name calling, but that kind of was it. But 
things got more violent in February of 1887 when Thomas Graham shot a Tewksbury hired hand who had been herding sheep on this contested grazing land. That is an aggressive move, Thomas. If that's the first move, that's definitely <laughs> aggressive. Yeah, it's oh, it's extreme. And also, like, what gives you the entitlement that you can just shoot whoever you want to shoot? But whatever. Anyway, so in retaliation, because, of course, you know, retaliation needs to happen. Graham was then shot by Ed Tewksbury, who immediately went on the lamb, which I don't know what that means. Went on uh, the L-A-M. That is a cop term. And it means like on the run, but I don't know what it actually that it's a LAM is like a acronym, but I don't Liz can tell us. Oh, it's not spelled that way. That's why I was like, what is that word? Anyway, whatever. So he went went on the run because he just shot a man (laughs) shortly after the Grams and their sympathizers laid siege to the Tewksbury cabin, engaging in a shootout that lasted for hours. The only ceasefire was granted to Mrs. Tewksbury so she could dig shallow graves for her son and his friend who had been killed in this whole big chaotic mess. Bad <laughs> over day the next to have few- a friend over. I know. <laughs> oh, man. I'd be so mad if I was the family. Like, but whatever. If this is all a big chaotic mess. So over the next few years, between 20 and 50 men from both sides were killed, often by bands of masked men, which made arrests a rarity. However, the feud finally came to an end in 1892 when Tom Graham Jr., the last surviving member of his family, which is devastatingly sad, was shot and killed in Tempe by the fugitive Ed Tewksbury, the last of his clan. (sighs) Tewksbury was tried and convicted, but due to a legal technicality, his case was dismissed in 1895. He ended up dying of natural causes in 1904 as the sole survivor of the Pleasant Valley War. (laughs) So here's where it gets like... I know. God. Um, This is where it gets like serious. So it wasn't just those two families that were affected by this feud and probably residual, you know, people that were friends of the family. For many years before the war started, the Pleasant Valley War, Arizona had been vying for statehood. But since the feud remained unresolved for so long and so many years, many legislators in Washington saw it as proof that Arizona was not civilized enough to be a part of the Union. And some historians believe that that war might have set back Arizona's statehood for decades. Wow. I know. See, when you fight, it doesn't just affect you. It affects others around you, you guys. An entire state. I know. I know. It's ridiculous. Like, you guys don't mess up. Oh, man. That's rough. Yeah. I thought yeah. you were going to, like, anyway. bring stories of, like, fruitcake feuds and, like, people threw fruitcake at each other or something. <laughs> that would have been probably a little better. <laughs> I think you're using the word better incorrectly. 
would have been different. <laughs> would have been a different episode. Dude, those don't make the news. <laughs> Unless Lubalin gets a hold of them. <laughs> exactly. I just went straight up epic feuds in history. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's kind of – that's a wrap, guys. Jeez. Lots of um, – no game this week because I was late. Um, but lots or of other fun. you? <laughs> or I was early. I mean, they were early and gave me shit about it and told me they were going to start a feud. <laughs> <laughs> oh East my coast God. versus west coast gingers <laughs> yeah curry versus elfin <laughs> uh, the ginger pleasant valley war <laughs> oh my god uh there's a pleasant gap in pennsylvania by the way i feel like i remember that from the episode with Giggles. Chuckles. Chuckles. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to like that I call them giggles. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to tell him. Um, and Penn State is actually in Happy Valley. Oh, my God. So those must be common names. They must be. We Oh, we should do like a tour where we hit all the like Happy Valleys or Pleasant Valleys or like, you know. But, or the so like, inappropriate town names, all the inappropriate town names. That would be more fun, right? There's so <laughs> many. I got to start on your coast end because there's so many by you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, it does It does help that we are closer together on the East Coast. You all are yeah. way more spread out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Yeah. And I think they figured it out, like, don't make inappropriate town names because it's not going to go well for you. So yeah. I was, like, we, chilled out about that. Yeah, we started on this side and then came over to the West Coast. Yeah, I think it's, like, the Pur- the Puritans, you know, buttoned up that they got out their sexual aggression through town names. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my you know? God. Or they were Ooh. just fucking with everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, just kidding. We're not really Puritan. <laughs> They're like, this is why we ran you out of Britain. <laughs> <laughs> April Fool's. Oh, God. April Fool's is coming up soon. Oh, man. I need to start making some plans. We need to do an April Fool's episode or something. Maybe we can do a like a Zoom happy hour with our Patreon. <gasps> that would be super fun. No okay. tricking Christina on that Zoom happy hour. <laughs> okay, I can't always control when I trick you though. <laughs> okay, no on purpose tricking Christina. <laughs> no tricking her with intention. <laughs> no premeditated trickery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get this in writing. <laughs> uh, it's my least favorite holiday. <laughs> Has it always been your least favorite holiday or yes. just known me? <laughs> no, it's always been. I always get tricked. 
I kind of stay off of social media on the, that day and the news. I sort of like hibernate. I'm just like in my own little bubble. Oh, man. God help you if you give me spare keys that day. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I am such a little prankster. Uh, your poor husband. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we have this like weird uh, Siamese cat that someone gave us. It's like a statue that's this big. It's like bigger than my head. So it comes from like my – it's like a bust size. Okay. Like so like real, eight eight inches. It's like a real cat size. Okay. Okay. All so, right. And it's like I'll, – I'll take a picture when I go downstairs. But – um. I move that thing. There are several things that I do this with. I move it around the house every time Philippe notices it. So like he'll be like, what is that cat doing there? And then I like wait a couple hours and move it to a new location and then it lives there until he notices it again. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what do you say? You're like, I don't know. She's there. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how it got there. <laughs> Oh, God, that's hilarious. <laughs> like three things that I do. <laughs> One of them is this like fluffy unicorn toy. <laughs> is it Clue's toy? No. <laughs> Clue thinks it should be his toy, but it's just something that I found and Philippe kept saying, what is this stupid fluffy unicorn? <laughs> and so now I move it around. Then that thing's only like an inch tall, but I it pops up on his desk, um, all kinds of places. <laughs> you should put it in the fridge or like the microwave. Oh, my God. I should. Yeah. I should. Or like in the coffee pot when you pull out to change the filter, it's in there. <laughs> Because Philippe's the one that makes the coffee. Oh, it's perfect. Living, Liz says in his shoe, such a oh, good yeah. suggestion. Because um, it's got he's gonna slide his foot in and be like, Lah! yeah, we're yeah. in a pocket, in a pocket. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, um, living with me means every day is pretty much like April Fool's Day. <laughs> <laughs> god, that stressed me out. Oh, I just no. slowly desensitize people. <laughs> That's true. Games used to make me nervous, and now I don't even care, and I love them. <laughs> now if there's an online – because online games can be kind of weird and awkward, you know, and now I'm like, yes, I love online games. <laughs> I think I got used to losing so many times. I'm like, I don't care if I lose. They're fun. <laughs> So you desensitize me. Yeah, you desensitize me. I love it. I mean, that's just what I do. It's my goal. I love it. It's perfect. Thank you for that gift, Sarah. (laughs) You are so welcome. Anytime. (laughs) I wouldn't eat you. (laughs) I would like to never have to decide if I have to eat (laughs) you. Touche. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, I guess that's that's all I got. Yeah, I guess that's it for this week. 
Well, hey, you guys. Thanks for joining us on Laughing with Gingers. And we're so happy that you are listening to our silly podcast. And uh, as you know, if you've been here for more than the last two minutes, this is Laughing with Gingers, where two feisty redheads who happen to have super loud laughs love to share crazy stories, play games, and spread silliness and joy. Yay. Follow us on Instagram at Laughing with Gingers because we're about to get better. (laughs) Now that Liz has the password or is going to have the password. (laughs) (laughs) We'll share things from our episodes plus other funny stuff. And uh, you can also send us funny stories, episode ideas, or just shit that will make us laugh because we love it. I send crazy stories to people all the time on Instagram. Um, So you can also send it to our email, laughingwithgingers at gmail. And you can support us on Patreon to get access to all kinds of goodies there. I think we start at like $3 and go up from there, including merch. We've got different membership levels. So check us out at patreon.com slash laughingwithgingers. Yes. And uh, this is a good episode to watch, one. And two, if you haven't been desensitized to April Fool's Day and you need to stop uh, stock up on some chill paws, We've got you covered with 15% off. Uh, we'll have the details <laughs> in our- I needed that. I need to chill out. <laughs> I need the whole bottle for April 1st. <laughs> it's human grade. You can take it yourself. <laughs> totally kidding. But, I mean, it's true. We do have that. But <laughs> uh, I might have to do that. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, we are out of here. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to Laughing with Gingers. And next week, we'll see you for some more good times. Yay. Bye, guys. Bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.